The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome back to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Or if it's your first time, welcome uh, to the podcast, episode 272. Took you long enough to get here if this is your first time, but you're you're uh, you're welcome here uh, anyhow. Uh, 272, that's um, dedicated to Muradov Professional League, which is a fight <laughs> apparently, and we're going to cover it today. It gave us something to actually cover, which is good, since the UFC is still taking a little break they're, they're they're still in the news uh, for, for all the wrong wrong reasons but uh ufc is uh taking a break from action in the cage uh i'm one of your hosts for this year episode jeff chalks fox thanks for listening and for subscribing and for giving us five a five-star review see i i thanked you for it because i know you're going to do that um apparently this is like i said miradov is a uh it's a professional league a fight league <laughs> i'm assuming my co-host knows about it because he's the one who said we're going to cover it today so We'll see uh, how much he does know about this fight league and, and how much he can tell us about it. Um, he's the one, obviously, he, he's the, the brains behind this operation, the one and only Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Hello. So I will first of all tell you, I know a little bit about it. Uh, not not a lot about have it. Have you watched um, it before? I have never I have never watched it before. Oh, uh, mostly because, well, I, I watched it leading into uh, to, to talking to you guys about it because most of these guys get this have been fighting for Muradov professionally <laughs> um, because this is their seventh event. We are about to watch Muradov professional league seven, which by the way is on fight pass. Uh, yes. Part of the reason why I liked this card is because it is one that I'm going to be able to see. And also typically if you've got a uh, sports book that you like, that typically offers regional MMA odds, uh, anything that is on fight pass often gets added to it. Uh, whether it's a you know a really prestigious organization or it's one you've never heard of, sometimes they even offer grappling odds on certain ones. So like, th- there's a good chance you wind up with your sportsbook having odds on Muradov Professional League. Second of all, we had to cover it because it's got uh, Jeff's Jeff's favorite actor owns it. So that's oh a, yeah, that's right. A, a cool piece to it. <laughs> Mahmoud Muradov, UFC fighter. It's it's so it's his league. Okay. Yeah, it uh, is actually his league too. Like I looked it up at first. I was like, there's no way. And no, it is. It's owned by Mahmoud Muradov, uh, UFC uh, 185er. Um, he apparently has put together a fight league that exists in Uzbekistan, yeah, uh, which was is my next question. Where does where does this take place? Yeah, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan which is his uh, his native country, and I think it's going to be daytime MMA on Saturday. So if you are out yeah. to catch uh, all of the regional promotions we've covered this week, Cage Titans, LFA, and uh, Muradov Professional League, like we're about to. You could actually probably watch all three. One's going to be on Friday night. One's going to be on Saturday morning and one on Saturday night. If if you're a Gumby, that's definitely what you'll do. Actually, if you're a real degen, that's what you're going to do, because we're going to tell you um, tell you guys that you should be fighting on. So uh, has anyone made it out of this league to the UFC? 
I think no, but only because it's been short. It's short-lived. This is only the seventh event. Um, So, like, it's not like it's been going for too long. Um, They they only started back in October of 2021. Um, So, like, I, I think... They're they're not quite to the spot where uh, they they could get somebody there yet. I mean, like maybe I'm missing somebody, um, but like the guy who main evented, I, I think the same guy is main evented one, two, three. This is this will be his fourth main event uh, for for Muradov Fight League. So I think they're they're trying to get him in there. Um, and like, you know, he's, we'll, we'll talk about him later on in the show. All right. Very good, very good. All right, uh, before we get into that, I'm going to tell you about WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, plus reduced juice on sides and totals for all bowl games the day of. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100, limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and we are also brought to you by underdog fantasy uh, underdog the season never ends right now you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff basketball team they also have a ton of daily games for nba and nhl Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, let's jump into these things. Do you even know where Uzbekistan is, if, if I gave you a map? Yeah, it's, uh, it's right oh, next to, it's right next to like, Kazakhstan. It's just south of it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's, well, listen to this guy. Um, <laughs> do you know what the capital of it is? Uh, hang on a second. I, I do no, don't look it up. No, no, because I'm thinking of the capital of Azerbaijan, which is right there <laughs> oh, too. That that one's Baku. I know that yeah. one. Um, no, I don't know the capital. Tash Tashkent. No, and that's I, where this. I is. still I still don't know that actually. No, <laughs> and, and, and that that's where this is taking place. Apparently, there's like 2.4 million people there, so we we should know about it. It's big. Uh, anyhow, it's taking place like I said in Tashkent. The venue is TC Yunusbad. Yunusbad. Have you ever been there, Dan? I have not. <laughs> okay, just cracking. All right. So Muradov Professional League 7. Verzamatov versus Chapinov is going down on UFC Fight Pass. So this isn't a totally, you know, bogus league. This, this is legit. Um, it is happening Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, so that is, like Dan said, if you're on the East Coast or in the nor- in North America, it'll be a, a uh, morning event for you. It's taking place in a cage, sadly. Sometimes you get fun um, venues uh, for fights in europe but not not the case here um all right 10 fights we're breaking down the top five fights on the card starting with let me count down one two three four starting with welterweights i okay uh did you pick this fight card just because uh you want me to try to have to pronounce all these names is that i will i will tell you it is an added bonus because i i I think of my favorite things when we break down regional cards, uh, it, it ranks as follows. My ability to see odds, number one. Yeah. I, I want to be able to see odds. Number two, my ability to actually watch the fight without having to go to some crazy place that's probably going to get my computer virus. That's number two. Number three, if it makes you say funny names. So it is, it is not the only criteria, but 
this one hit criteria two and three. Yes. Um, so while I don't hopefully have odds soon enough, yeah, hopefully odds soon enough, but, uh, I, I can give you my, my estimated odds and all of the research I did on, uh, Muradoff professional league fighters. I think there's one name that looks like a, no, two names that, that should be easy for me to say. No, three. Okay. Three names uh, out of the <laughs> 10, three names out of 10. I'll probably be easy, but, um, Zaur, Zaur, <laughs> this one should be easy and I'm messing it up. Zaur Izaev versus Mukhidin Mamadzanov. Mamadzadanov. Mamadzadanov. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's an extra <laughs> There's an extra uh, syllable in there that I missed. All right. This one is, uh, and I, uh, I apologize to anyone who has a name like this. I'm not butchering them on purpose, even though it does entertain. Um, it is, this, it is, it is one of the better parts of the show. So uh, while, while we, that, watch it. we, we were, extend um, our apologies, but also it's funny. <laughs> someone in the discord did uh, a while ago. I remember, uh, they thanked us for at least attempting to, to get these names right. So that, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a positive. All right. I'm going to tell you about, um, what was the guy's name again? Mama, Mama Zadonoff. Yeah. Mama Zadonoff. You act like, you know, act like, you know, these people, <laughs> eh? Three and all three knockouts. All of those fights were in, in this league, Muradov. Uh, Murdov's fight league, professional league, excuse me. He used to fight at uh, lightweight. This one is up at welterweight. That's all I can tell you on him. Izayev is a peaceful warrior. He's 10 and 5 with five knockouts. He's been submitted twice. This is his debut in Muradov uh, league. He's lost three straight fights. Last one, via, last one via submission. He's not won one a fight since December of 2019. He also used to be a lightweight. And I don't have any odds. So come and give you a pick and what he hopes to get the odds at. Yeah, so I think um, Mama Zadnoff is probably going to come in here right around negative 200 um, because he's, you know, he's he is a guy who is a little bit less experienced. Um, you know, we're talking about three pro fights versus 15. That is a huge discrepancy. But at the same time, all three of them, he's looked pretty damn good in. I think he's going to come in as a favorite also because, as you said, Isaev is coming off of three straight losses. So, but the, the fact that there's a big discrepancy in the amount of fights, I think you might get Mama Zadnoff. Uh, you know, just as a slight favorite or something like that. And from what I've seen of Mamazadnov fight, he's got a really good sense of range. And, you know, as you kind of mentioned, he's he's winning all these fights by knockout. His boxing is powerful. When he does hit people, they go down. Um, you know, it kind of looked like he was too big for lightweight for a while. I think he might even have more power going up to welterweight because, you know, we've seen guys who are cutting too much weight and it kind of zaps their power and it kind of zaps their ability to knock people out. Terrence McKinney is a great example of that. That dude was down at 145 pounds for a while. Couldn't knock out anybody uh, up at 55. He, you know, apart from Drew Dover, it seems like he could knock anybody out. Um, but Mama Zadnoff, great range, powerful boxing. I haven't really seen much of him defending a takedown uh, in the film that I could find on him. I, I'm, you know, a little bit encouraged by the fact that he does seem to understand range really well, especially with his boxing. So, like, if that's the case, like, maybe people just can't get in on on him close enough. And the, the bonus of that is he's fighting a Sayev who seems to be the exact opposite. He has a really poor sense of range. He, he seems to want to close the distance all the time, but doesn't seem to have a good idea how to do that. He's usually chasing people around the cage. Um he very clearly, this is like a striker grappler matchup. Isaev is going to look for those takedowns. And, you know, while there is a possibility that since I haven't seen Mamazadnov up against somebody who can wrestle or has gotten to wrestle, there's a chance Isaev just like controls him and holds him down the whole time. But from what I've seen of Isaev's fights is anytime he does get somebody down, 
they're usually up not that long after. It, it usually seems like he doesn't have good top control, especially if it's against the cage. The person can wall walk a little bit. So, uh, like I said, I, I'm going to take Mama Zadnoff here, hoping to get him, you know, south of negative 200. But that's right about around where I expect him to post. All right. So what was the number again? Excuse me. You negative 200. Yeah, negative yeah. 200. And the pick is Mama Zad enough enough are you sure that's how it's said because it's, it's Mohamed, and then zanov is how it's spelled am i adding a syllable i'm adding a syllable yes i was right is Mohamed zanov i think i think it's mama zanov we'll have to wait until the, the broadcast so and see right yeah i, I assume there's english broadcasts of it at oh, least yes. on fight pass there usually is so yeah I'll, let's yep. keep our fingers crossed all right let's drop down to banawaits bakodir bakiev I did all right there, I think. You did great. <laughs> Farid, Alib, Bob, uh, let me see. Alib, Abazad. Alib, Abazad. Ali Babazade. Oh, yes. There's a E at the end. Ali Babazade. His nickname is Beck, B-E-K. Seven, five, and one. Three knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted three times. This is his debut in Murdov. Uh, he won his last fight via TKO. He's six years younger than Bakiyev, four inches taller. Bakiyev Brat is the nickname. He's eight, five, and one with five submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Oh, and two of Muradov. He's lost three straight fights. He's not won since December 2020. Was a regional champion. He also used to fight at flyweight and featherweight. Go ahead. So Ali Babazadeh is probably going to be the favorite here. I think when you look at, you know, his record and his recent trends and stuff like that, I, I think people are going to be a little bit higher on him. But I actually like Bakiev in this fight. And the reason is, is when you watch Ali Babazadeh, when he's in control of something, he looks really good. Like when he's in control of space, he looks like he knows what he's doing and he settles in. When he wrestles and he gets on top of somebody, he's good and he seems to settle in. But when he... Uh, when he is pressed or a fighter just comes right at him or something like that, he kind of flails a lot. And I, I throw around that word flail kind of sparingly because it's it's not like a really nice thing to say about a fighter. But I, I saw somebody shoot a takedown on Ali Babazadeh and he like threw like a whole bunch of punches, but like none of them were technical. And like that was his way of defending a takedown. And I think that's a problem against Bakiev because, first of all, he's very high energy. Uh, and he keeps a, a frenetic pace. And also, I've seen him start more than one fight without throwing a punch before he was in on a takedown. Like, he he's just like, I'm going for what I want. Balls to the wall. He's not going to stop. So I, I'm going to take the guy who brings the pace and brings the energy against the guy who has trouble with pace and energy. So I like Bakiev here. Uh, I'm going to say, as an underdog, probably not that big. But I'm going to say, like, maybe plus 165. All right, we got ourselves hopefully a first dog of this card. All right, moving on up to welterweights, Eldor Aronov versus Farkujan Mashrapov. Mashrapov. I think it's Mashrapov, but you, you're doing so well. I'm I'm feeling hesitant yep. to correct you now, especially now that I realize I did add an extra, yep. uh, an extra syllable to Mamazanov. <laughs> Mashrapov is seven and six, two knockouts, one submission. He's been Knocked out twice, submitted twice. One Noah Muradov, 0-2 over his last two fights. He got submitted in both of them. Used to fight at flyweight, sorry, featherweight and lightweight. Uh, Aronov, 7-1, two knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. He's This is his debut in this promotion. He's won two straight fights. He won his last one via submission. Used to fight at featherweight and lightweight as well. Over to you. 
So you, you got to have a little bit of concern, even just looking at the records before you get into everything. You got to have a little bit of concern when you see a guy like Mashrapov, who's coming off of back-to-back losses by submission and his opponent is coming off of a first round submission, um, right? Like yeah. that, that, that automatically should be a red flag. I think it's going to be a red flag for the books too. I think you're going to see Aronoff at like negative 300. I think he's going to be maybe, maybe the biggest favorite on this main card. Um, and don't get me wrong. He's got flaws on his feet. Um, he, he doesn't seem to put his combinations together. Well, um, sometimes it's just like a big rip and then he resets and then a big rip and he resets and, you know, a huge chopping calf kick, but then he resets. He, he doesn't like put it behind a jab or he doesn't put a one, two together. And, and obviously that that's not great, especially for, you know, a guy who's seven and one, he should be putting strikes together better than that. But he, he does have good takedowns. He seems to rip people to the ground pretty quickly uh, when he needs to, which you'll see as a trend in this on this fight card. Like there are a couple of strikers, but like, man, this is a grapple heavy card. So if you're a grappling fan, maybe this is the perfect card for you. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the guy who gets takedowns and chokes against the guy who's been choked a couple of times in a row. Yep. All right, so Aronov, what what number do you think we'll get him at? I think negative 300 if we're lucky. Right, it, it might even get bet up from there once it posts. All righty. Um, Co-main event time. Umar Karamov versus Smiko. Smiko? Sanuav? I couldn't begin to tell you. That S-M-K-O. Smiko. Sanuav. I think there's some letters missing there. Um, and like I said, this is lightweight. Sanuav is 3-N-1, one, one knockout, two submissions. And he's been knocked out once. So he's never gone the distance in a fight. One on one in Muradov. Uh, he's won his last fight via TKO. Uh, Karamov, 3 0, one knockout, two submissions. So he's never gone the distance either. All his fights were in this promotion in Muradov, and he used to fight at welterweight. Over to you. So this one was an interesting one to break down for me because uh, when you watch them strike, they actually do a lot of similar things. Um, both are really hesitant in early exchanges in fights. Like they they start very tentatively. Um, they, they throw a lot of punches that are like you can tell fielder out punches that they're they're clearly not entirely comfortable at, at the exchange yet. And it takes them a really long time to figure things out. And against fighters who strike well, both of them shell up defensively a little bit too much for my own taste. They don't circle away or, you know, block and move or block and counter. They just like show up. They don't want to get hit anymore. Um, and, but the, it's nice that they're fighting each other. Cause then you can almost like cancel out that striking game and then just think about the wrestling game. Um, because both of them good takedowns, both of them good top game. Karamov has a little bit of an issue with his takedown defense And I think some of it comes from his cardio. When he puts the pace on a little bit too much, it seems like he starts to melt a little bit and he starts allowing takedowns instead of getting them. So I actually expect Sanuev to get more of the takedowns. Um, But at the end of the day, I think the difference maker, while he's going to be on his back, is the fact that Karamov's jujitsu is just like much, much better than Sanuev. Like I I watched a Sanuev fight where he was in – uh, side control after picking up a nice slam within seconds, he was back in half guard within a couple more seconds. He was back in guard. And then the guy on the bottom tried an arm bar. On him. And it was like, so he, he had hit this big slam and landed in an advantageous position in 10 seconds later, he's defending an arm bar uh, and Karamoff exact opposite. Like when he's on top, he's attacking submissions when he's on bottom. I've seen him hit that same arm bar that, that Sanuev was caught in. So I, I think Karamoff, as long as he, 
if he gets to the wrestling early, we might not have to worry about his cardio all that much. But even if we do, if this fight is most likely going to wind up on the ground again, because neither of these guys like striking all that much. And I think Sanyuev is like just primed to get caught by Karamov. So I'm going to go with Karamov here. I think that this fight is kind of hard to line because at the end of the day, like Karamov kind of has a slightly better record. But I think like if you watch them fight, uh, you know, because they're, they're only three and oh and three and one. I think if you watch them fight, you'd peg them as being pretty similar. So I'm going to say Karamov negative 150. Um, okay. And I, I, I think so, like a slight favorite. And I, I like him at that price. Um, obviously, you're you're probably never going to find props anywhere here, but I will just tease you in saying that I, I would like Karamoff by submission if it existed. All right. There you go. Come on, books. Get on it. All right. Uh, we're going to move up to welterweights and our main event um, as my my battery gets uh, increasingly low on my laptop. Maybe I'll plug it in. We'll see. Um, I got to pr- try to pronounce the names first. Shokhe Hassan Mirzamatov versus Hamzat Chapanov. I'm getting good at this, Dan. We should do more. Um, Chapinov, 12 and 3, five knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out once. One Noah Muradov. He's won five straight fights and eight of nine. He last he won his last fight via submission. He used to fight at middleweight and light heavyweight. Mirzamatov, nine and two with seven knockouts, never been finished in a fight. Three and one in Muradov. He's won eight of his last nine. However, he did lose his last fight. He's fight at middleweight and light heavyweight. Go ahead. What do you think of these two guys? So uh, Mirza Matas is, is the one who I said at the top of the show, I, I think Mahmoud professional league is designed to try to get him to the UFC or some sort of big show. He is, this will be the fourth uh, Muradov professional league that he main evented out of the seven shows. And he just so happens to train out of get this uh, Muradov Legion team. Uh, so like, it's, it's not like there isn't a reason why Mahmoud Muradov would want to see this guy succeed. But as you, you sort of noted in his record, he has main evented three of them and he just lost his last one against the guy who was, I, I think a lot of people saw as not nearly as good as him in, in Edil as in Gulof, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not fun. Um, but like, yeah, like he, I think he was supposed to go in and steamroll everybody in, hasn't um and in addition to that uh i think here in this fight you got a guy in chopinov who is a very exciting striker like a very exciting striker um you know he, he throws tons of spinning stuff um and in addition to that if you try to take him down great chokes as you try to take him down like a nice Darius when you go to take him down or i've seen him pull gilly although yeah he, he didn't finish the gilly that i saw like he, he's got a lot of different submissions for when you shoot on him if you shoot on him like in sort of a silly fashion um and also you know like he fights a little bit with his hands further away from his face but again it, it's more of like a tie style hands away from the face um he's good in the clinch i, I actually think shapanov is going to beat Muradov's uh, poster boy here, Muradov's, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? His his prodigy. Uh, yeah. Because I, I just think at the end of the day, I, I think he's like a little bit smarter on the feet. And I, I don't think Mirzamatov is going to give him all that much trouble in the grappling. Because I think Shapanov is just like smart enough in his jujitsu. So I, I'm going to take Shapanov. I'm going to say at the end of the day, this one's probably a pick em. I think Shapanov probably comes in with a lot more hype, and I think a lot more people are going to pick him. But Mirzamatov is, like I said, he, he's Mahmoud Muradov's like poster boy. He's he trains out of his team. He's headlined four out of his seven cards. Like 
I think the idea of him being the the guy to come out of this league to give it a name is there, but I, I actually think Shopinoff looks a lot better than him. All right. We have got the picks. Shopinov. Hopefully uh, the pick him. Maybe we can even get him out of dog money. Karamov is a slight favorite. Hopefully Aronov is a bigger favorite. Bakiev, hopefully as the underdog and start things off with Mamadzanov as probably a kind of big uh, favorite. So there's your picks for everyone's favorite lead, Mur- favorite league, Murdoch Professional League. Well, we'll have to <laughs> check it out. Check it out Saturday. Maybe we'll like it. Maybe this will be a new favorite of ours. Now that I can pronounce these these names properly. Um, I'm gonna tell right. you that that was hmm. a little bit of a bummer to me. Like yeah, you, you did not struggle nearly as much. There was no practice that went into this. Of course not. I don't <laughs> practice. You didn't tell me we were doing it until like today, so no, I didn't yeah. have time to practice. No. Um, yeah, so get in the Discord. We can chat about this and my great pronunciations. Uh, SportsGumbyPodcast.com slash Discord. You can chat with us on Twitter. Gumby runs our official account, SGPNMMA. My account is Jeff Fox Writer. His account is Gumby Reland. I have a Substack, MoneyMMA.Substack.com. Get in there. Listen to Gumby's other podcast, Top Turtle MMA. Um, who's on this week? I, I think you mentioned it last podcast. Yeah, I talked to An Ho, uh, who is on the LFA 149 card that we broke down last time. And uh, his fight got canceled because his opponent pulled out. Um, but later on in the show, I talked to Felipe Bunes, who's fighting for the vacant flyweight title against Yuma Horuchi. There you go. Um, and then read all their stuff, obviously, and listen to all the great podcasts at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll be back on Sunday with more goodness for your ears or your ear, ear holes, ear balls, however you want to, however you want to uh, inject us into your body. Uh, Gumby, take us home. All right. I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's the brat, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Sunday.